This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hi, everybody. Thank you for tuning into Chakras and Cuss Words. And today we are going to talk about communication and we are going to talk about communication with my friend, Daya. So everybody, let's welcome Daya. Give me a background of yourself, Daya, please. Yes, so I am a financial coach and consultant. Um, I do have an HR background and have um, a strong, strong um, experience in communication over the course of my career, as well as um, just a motivational um, individual. Great. So today... We're going to talk about communication, and um, I really think that communication is the fundamental of just everyday life in so many ways, like um, in relationships, in finances, in everyday activities. So what would you say is probably an obstacle that you see with many people who attempt to communicate with each other. I guess since you have to almost see people like when they're pursuing a job, um, I would be like very concerned thinking, okay, she probably sees people when they're probably like the most nervous because they're like trying to get a job and they, you know, want to get hired. So they're like, you know, it's time to communicate. What would you say, say is one of their biggest like obstacles? Um, well, and when it relates to communication, I would say, um, and it comes into like, um, a job specific, I would say, um, mm-hmm. nerves. A lot of people are about, um, just the overall, um, dynamics of what it takes to, um, approach any situation. Um, and if it relates to a job specific, um, you know, the fear of being rejected, mm-hmm. um, and the nerves comes, comes into play. And also to being able to, um, you know, present yourself accordingly. Right, right. And then um, when you say that they are nervous, definitely because it's like a new um, job. And and so they're like, oh, man, I need to get this job or, you know, I might mess up or something. Would you have maybe like a task or some way that they can improve their and maybe reduce their nervousness before they decide to go on that interview and open up the gateways of communication with a potential new boss. Yes. So a lot of ways of account, there's a lot of different ways you can go about it. Um, if, when it relates to the job, a lot of um, what takes in place is uh, preparation. Mm-hmm. So you have you have to be prepared uh, and know the job description itself and what it entails and really put yourself in a position of that job. So what I've always, um, you know, what I've always shared and coached others is know the job description, what, what the job entails, and really put yourself and visualize yourself in that position. Okay. Then role play that position. Mm-hmm. Role play that position with maybe a you know um, a family member uh, yourself uh, in a mirror, mm-hmm. and really yourself to really think of how you um, not only would um, be a benefit to the company, um, you know, uh, be beneficial to a company, but also to um, how you can contribute. Um, you know, what skills you can contribute to that company. Okay. 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 So. Yeah, sense? it does. Because I think like, um, I know a few times I have gone on job interviews, and I've been extremely nervous, because it's like, okay, I'm gonna go <laughs> and try to sell myself, because that's kind of like what you feel like you're doing. And especially when it's a limited amount of uh, candidates, you know, like, they might have 10 candidates, and only like two positions. So 
what's going to make me stand out where people are going to say, I want to hire her because she's better than everybody else. Yes. So when it comes to that, uh, for me specifically, um, what I look at is um, how the person conducts themselves. Mm-hmm. Not, not. I want to get to know the individual and how the individual is going to be, um, and you know, good, a great asset and contribution, a contributor to the company. So it can, you know, um, it could be in the way you dress for the position. Mm-hmm. It could be communication. Um, you know, it could be the way you, um, your body language mm-hmm. and obviously you want to go in there being very prepared, but main key is to be a great communicator for me, you know, for myself. Right. Um, I think it's important to go in there and if you are nervous, say you're nervous right. because that actually helps, um, the other individual because who knows, maybe the, maybe the interviewer is also nervous themselves, Right. you know, not everybody in a position to interview, you know, not all managers are in a position to interview and they too themselves can be nervous. So if you are open about that with the little things, the little things matter. So if you're going in there and, and, and saying, Hey, I'm nervous, I, you know, you know, waiting for this opportunity, mm-hmm. um, that really breaks down the dynamics of, you know, the environment. Right. Right. So, so that would be one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so definitely that would be one thing to just kind of make sure you're fully prepared, especially something like as um, focused as like an interview or uh, uh, advancement in like a position or something where like money's involved or, you know, like an achievement. Definitely prepare yourself before you step in there. Definitely. Yes, because, yeah, so I would like to add, yeah, so what happens is, you know, because we already obviously you already came in there because you've impressed us with your, in, with your resume. Right. right? So well, it's just selling yourself to, you know, to get that position and in a physical manner. And it's important for you to be vocal because if it's in a position that you're going to be, let's say a reception mm-hmm. and you're really shy. Well, if you come across shy, that's really going to, you know, detour um, the interviewer from pursuing, you know, and hiring mm-hmm. you because you're the first impression to to the business so if you're if you're you know shy and you're not speaking um and you're not expressing yourself and and again you know taking it back to communication how how is that individual how is that interview going to want to hire you if you're shy from being the first point of contact right Right. definitely uh i would pre-pandemic and once this pandemic, <laughs> of course. Right, right. Yeah, because I just want to say that I totally admire you as a communicator and as a motivator because I, as many people may not know, but you're actually a friend of mine. But so I communicate with you like via Facebook, via, um, you know, call you on the phone and you've always been very... I would say business like orientated in almost like all your communication, like even like, because with me, I feel like sometimes I'm a very like kind of like passionate person where like, I'll say some shit and I'll just be like, ah, and I'll be like, damn, I shouldn't have fucking said that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'll be like, whoa, maybe that was too much, you know, where I've noticed you've always held yourself at like almost like a very high stature of communication. Like you're able to get your point across where you don't sound like emotional. You don't sound um, almost like, you know, crazy. Like <laughs> where like, like somebody like me will be like, hey, they'll be like, oh, that's just that crazy bitch, <laughs> you know, <laughs> going off. <laughs> so did you have to like practice that or did it just kind of come natural for you? So I've always um, expressed myself boldly. Uh-huh. Um, since I would, you know, I'd hate to admit it, but um, you know, part of growing and developing, and that's one of the things that I like to teach is uh, tap, you know, um, like to teach. Um, I have been tactful and I've learned over the course of time being bold, but also stepping back, mm-hmm. but also really into mind the other person. Right. I've always been a person that um, is selfless, 
selfless. Mm -hmm. And so I always put that person in mind. However, I'm just naturally, you know, not to be boastfully, but I'm just naturally like this. But I always um, like to make sure that the other person is um, at first. Now, not always is it like that. Uh, I do, you know, I do have some times that it's like, oh, shoot, just like yourself. I shouldn't have said that. But that's just over the time of, you know, just develop self-development and self-improving. But it does require a lot of discipline and a lot of, um, you know, just writing, um, a lot of preparation, a lot of um, spiritual. Okay. And, you know, just um, kind of just but really putting yourself out there, like how you want others to be, to look at you, right? right. Not to say that, you know, you, you're impressing people in a sense where you're just dropping everything and doing everything for everybody. Right. But you really kind of just have to put the other person in mind. And yeah, I'm just really thankful that, you know, given this opportunity to, to be on here with you. And um, I, I know that it kind of went off, off a subject, but I really, really just wanted to say thank you for the invite. Oh, of course, of course. Thank you for joining and definitely for this um, topic because in actuality, like, you know, my podcast, I've always kind of wanted it to have that element of self-growth, spirituality, and like motivation and just kind of like keep people inspired to be like a better person of their self that they already are. And I have always had problems with communication like to me that's always been something that I've been like oh god I shouldn't have said that or um (laughs) or try not to be too like almost like you know because I I do like to express my opinions in a lot of ways but I don't want to offend people where they automatically shut out what I'm trying to say, because I feel like sometimes I can be very like vocal and very like almost kind of like too abrasive or too, you know, matter of fact, I'm right, you're wrong type attitude where that doesn't get you like very far. (laughs) I mean, it might be, you know, if you're advocating for somebody or if you're like um, in that type of setting where you have to prove why you're right. But for the most part, with just like daily conversations, that's not going to help, you know, <laughs> like it's almost like yeah. it's too much, you know. So that's been something that but- I've been trying to work on, like myself, you know, a lot. And right, right. Yeah. So thank you for definitely picking this topic of communication, because I think it does all kind of lead back to how we see ourselves and almost like how others kind of view us too, you know? Correct. Correct. Uh, Yeah. I would say to that, um, don't lose yourself of being who you really are, you know, but also considering other, others, um, you know, feelings Uh there is, there is time, there is a time and a place for everything right now. Um, but don't ever lose yourself in the process of being who you truly are. Right. Now we have to have to realize that we all have, you know, our own opinions and sometimes opinions aren't, you know, we're not going to agree with everybody's opinion, but it doesn't make them, it doesn't mean that they're wrong or right. 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 It means that we just agree to disagree. Right. You know, um, I recently had a situation where, um, you know, an individual had stated that I was a, a certain way. I won't say the what it was, but you know, it, this is a live podcast, <laughs> right? It's a, girl, it's going to be on Apple, okay? Spotify, <laughs> but, so, right? <laughs> be careful. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, this, you know, this uh, particular individual, I didn't agree with it, but doesn't doesn't make it that you know, I'm I I truly believe what she said to be true. I just. just don't agree. That's her opinion. And that's that, you know? Right. Right. So, but she's, you know, I, I allowed, I allowed because I allowed for her to be her individual and, and reason say I allowed it was because I chose to read the, um, I chose to read a certain uh, message, right? Yeah. Um, should I had not cared of that individual, I wouldn't have read it. So, but it doesn't mean what had happened makes mm-hmm. me, you know, a wrong person or right person, it just makes that I just don't agree with it. Right. But I always say, don't lose 
yourself in the process, be yourself, but also, um, you know, pick and choose your battles as well mm-hmm. as being able to um, openly express yourself within means. Right. You know, there's a time and a place for everything. But um, as far as communication, be yourself. Yeah. Communicate yourself. I really enjoy your, 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 you know, your topics. I really enjoy who you are. You know, sometimes, you know, we can come off as a strong person, a break, like you said, abrasive, right. But that's just you, you know, yeah. you will adapt when you feel it's, it's your time. You right. know, I can't judge you. I can't say what you do, what you, you know, what you do is right or wrong. I can just be here as your friend, um, as a motivator and just, you know, be an inspiration to you as you are to me. Right. Yeah. So when you think of like communication in um, relationships, because like there's all types of relationships, like relationships with, you know, family, relationships with your children, relationships with your coworkers, relationships with your friends, your, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, spouses, whatever, you know. How do you think that the way we communicate as people like to each other, how do you think those affect our relationships? Oh, it's huge. It's, okay. it's, it's an impact on a relationship. If you're not openly expressing yourself, uh-huh. um, you're not, you know, just being true to yourself and being able to say, I like this. I don't like this. Now, mind mm-hmm. you, there is a time and a place for everything and not right. just because you feel that, you want to shout it out. It's, it's right. Mm-hmm. I feel, um, as individuals, we have to ground ourselves and we mm-hmm. really have to observe the situation because again, as I mentioned, not everything is, um, you know, not everything should be said at that time there. Like I said, times time is, um, of the essence. And as far as like when, when it comes to communication, as far as relationships, I think a lot of people fear of rejection, a fear mm-hmm. of, being considerate of other feelings, whether or not they want to pursue that um, relationship or pursue that, you know, mm-hmm. pursue relationship. And what happens is they, they end up fearing, they end up, you know, not wanting the deal. And um, it's funny that we're talking about this, um, this topic, because, um, which brings me to ghosting, like, an, an example, <laughs> ghosting, I know the ghosting, like, I don't know what we used to call it back in the day, but <laughs> I mean, was it always called ghosting? Like when we were dating, just all of a sudden, I remember like everybody say, we're talking like, okay, so y'all talk like, what what does that mean? Y'all have like five conversations on the phone. So you're talking, but now everybody's like, he ghosted me or she ghosted me or got ghosted. Like, so what is like, I mean, so ghosting is just like, eh, cut off, nothing done. Right. Like it's just ghosting pretty much. <laughs> what is, what is yeah, ghosting? It's not like Casper, the friendly ghost, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends. I did. <laughs> Coming from experience, I've been ghosted. <laughs> and <laughs> ghosting, was, what normally happens is basically the person, the other person doesn't communicate whatsoever. Okay. Basically, they don't respond to your text messages whatever form of communication you guys have had, oh, wow. whether it's email, uh-huh. phone, you know, whether it's text, whether it's in, uh, Instagram or mailgram or, right. <laughs> or no gram. <laughs> uh, what happens is they don't, they have no communication and they just pretty much just fall off the face of the earth. Oh, so and they're just gone. <laughs> like, they're, they're just, yeah, they're just gone. The only way to really track them down is at the doorstep if you know but no no (laughs) (laughs) oh damn i i do admit i did pull that on big uh on my husband one time i showed up at his door to get my shirt that he fucking owed me (laughs) that i left over there that uh you know my excuse to you know do a uh, knock knock on the door (laughs) oh wow (laughs) hey what you guys huh (laughs) I said, so you guys are still together. We're still together, but... yeah, still together. But <laughs> I think he might have been trying to ghost me, and I didn't let him. I don't know. <laughs> Back then, we didn't have ghosting. I mean, because now it's like we have so many ways to communicate with each other. We have texting. We have, you know, social media, Instagram, Facebook. Like, 
all, yeah. all these avenues where, you know, back then it was like, I have your beeper number. I might, <laughs> I might have your house phone. And if I'm lucky, I might know where you live. <laughs> no, but yeah, to, to yeah, in respect to ghosting, it's like, you know, they don't want to deal with a person. And right. from personal experience, I mean, I'll admit, yes, I have been ghosted. Mm-hmm. And to me, that situation was just the person just didn't want to deal with me. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it's because I was being forward. I was saying, this is what I want this is what I want. Hmm. And, you know, the person really showed their true colors and, you know, for whatever reason, they just didn't want to deal with the situation. And when it comes to ghosting, it's mm-hmm. like those type of people, it's like, you don't even want to deal with them because okay. at the end of the day, they, um, so from my experience, that, in, that individual was supposedly a great communicator and you know, said what he wanted, what he, you know, what he didn't. And ultimately at the end of the day, it, truly wasn't what he was you know right um basically a bsr bullshitter um but you know ghosting really is just falling off the face of the earth and not dealing and really um when it comes to those type of people they're you're better off not even having those people in your lives because not even as a friend if you're not able to communicate the simple things that's just hey this relationship is not working I just, you know what, we've, we've grown apart, whatever, whatever the case may be, or, you know what, I don't see myself with you long-term. Yeah. Simple. Yeah. But the fact that they actually have to say that and they possibly will hurt someone, they just rather not deal. They rather just fall off the face of the earth and you know what, clean slate, they're done. Yeah. And they have their, which is kind of, which is really, you know, cowardly, I would say. Yeah. Because, you know. But in the end, it's just like, for me, my closure was just like, you know what, that's just a person that I'd just rather not deal with because in reality, wasn't the true person that I thought, thought they were. Was. Right. Yeah. So. so, so like when people are ghosting other people, that's basically like, they just do not want to communicate at all. They, like, it's like, they lack, over. They, mm-hmm, they lack communication. Yeah. Yes. No. Because when it comes to communication. Uh-huh. Would you say there were like any signs, like warning signs, like this person is a bad communicator, like before you, because obviously you're really good at communication and I've always admired that. And I would, I wouldn't think that because I know you and I know that like, if for whatever reason you weren't feeling that person towards the, you know, the midst of the relationship and you're thinking, okay, maybe he's not my type fully. I don't see you as ghosting anybody just because I know you. Do you feel like maybe you like maybe there were some signs that maybe you missed that he might have been a ghoster? (laughs) 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 Like a bad communicator? Uh, Like now that you look because you said they said that they were an excellent communicator, but then obviously they showed they weren't. Right. Well, you know, when it came down to this individual, this individual stated that, you know, he's a great communicator, all this, blah, blah, blah. And mm-hmm. this is a professional person out in the in- industry of entertainment and dealing with a lot of people. Right. When it came to actual personal um, relationship between him and I, what had happened is the signs that were there is that the person didn't want to deal with um, with not myself being too forward, asking questions of long term, asking mm-hmm. my my, my the questions of short term. Now, mm-hmm. the signs that I did see were the fact that when it came to um, having this person, um, how do I say this without saying too much information, um, having this in person deal with their past, mm-hmm. you know, relationship right. um, and coming forward with, it was like, it just, yeah, that's where, you know, whether it was with a child, whether, whether it was with the ex-wife, um, I, you know, I was too forward in my ask, and that's where um, that individual was shy, not shy away, which is ghost, ghost away. Right, ghost away. When it came to right. really hardcore questions, like, look, I don't, I don't have baggage. I don't have drama. Right. I don't need this. This is what it is. And when I came, when I became really stern mm-hmm. is when that individual started shying away. And it was because, okay, well, really, do I need to really deal with her? And right. I, you know, and. 
and not so much just deal with me, but deal with the reality of things that, you know, if you're really saying that this, um, that you're this way, but you don't want to deal with your past that is part is going to be part of our future, mm-hmm. then that's when it became an issue. Yeah. So to answer your question, it was when I would put the brakes on and be like, look, this is what I have. This is what I bring to the table. What do you have? You have more baggage than I do. And I'm the one that's here being, you know, um, supportive. Right. Um, so it was, I put the brakes on and I really put the pressure on, look, this is, this needs to change. Right. Like, I don't, I don't need to be in this. If I, I want to, right. but I don't need to be in the room. Right. So you were trying to get almost like a sense of um, more progress in the relationship, like maybe like a more committed relationship where instead of Correct. him saying like, I'm just not ready for it or we need to slow down, he just decided to ghost. Well, it came when to, um, well, this individual was, um, had a, had a past, um, had, had a child and had a previous wife, uh-huh. um, through the process. And when I pretty much, yeah, when I put the brakes on as far as like, okay, we're now in, no, we were actually in a committed relationship. So that was a committed relationship. When, when he felt the pressure, it was when I was like, okay, when he would think, okay, well, I don't want to, um, tell this other individual this because it's going to take me away from my son it's going to take me away from the things that I really want to do right but I have to like I have to pick and choose which he didn't really have to pick and choose it was just a matter of like okay deal with that yeah deal with that other person party yeah you don't have to deal with me I'm I'm being up front and forward deal with that other party but you know some people just don't want to some people want their cake and eat it too and have you know yeah that other lifestyle and who knows maybe he never even was over that that other person <laughs> right so he was just maybe that's me <laughs> yes, maybe that's a different maybe. podcast right so... <laughs> maybe he was living a double life <laughs> right which uh many of these fools be doing <laughs> just gonna say on the record maybe that's why some of y'all sneaky <laughs> right um so he just bad communicator all the way around with the other individual with you with all his life aspects just not a very good communicator um yeah and you know what's quite interesting is that when those individuals they they come to their senses and after time uh they end up coming back they always circle back Uh and you know a lot of it is because we're not true to ourselves i'll give you another scenario Mm so this this um individual i basically you know dated for some time and i knew like i i liked him but i knew that what goals were he wanted to have a child and I just didn't fit in that and what what happened was I basically said look I'm not that person for you I like you and I need I could see a future but I can't see a future having you know children more children yeah and this person was like no we can make it work blah 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 and I was like no you want because he stated he wanted another child and I said I don't want that I know you want that and that's important for you why not just go have it like I mean, stop lying to yourself. Like I'm being true. I'm being a woman and being, I'm, you know, I'm true to myself and I know what I want. And at the end of the day, it's like, we could be friends. Well, this individual ended up, you know, we dated, went behind my back and, um, had, and, uh-huh. uh, long behold, it was like, okay, you and I were together, but you went behind my back of this person pregnant, got what you wanted, ended up having that daughter. Uh-huh. And, um, was like we could have avoided all this this you know nonsense of us not talking and you know you being this liar individual um and uh at the end of the day it's because I knew what I wanted I knew I was true to myself I knew that I was being true to the relationship and I ultimately heard exactly what he wanted and I wasn't being selfish I was being actually sincere in my in my um sincere in what he was stating to me and I basically said you know what hey it's just not going to work out for us but right. he cannot accept right. the rejection so what did he do he went behind my back impregnated this person okay. and long behold has this child oh wow yeah like you know at the end of the day it's like you were we could have avoided all this you could have avoided the fact that now I look at you and you're just a straight up both us liar right. but hey out of all this you got a daughter right <laughs> So did did you like so was there ghosting involved with that or did you guys like actually have communication at the end of that relationship? Uh, we have we well 
Um, no, so during the time him and I were dating, and we were kind of at the end of our relationship, and basically found out during this process that he had already been with someone, impregnated someone. Uh, um, so we just ended up, you know, parting ways, but come to find out, you know, of course, everything comes out. Right. Um, come to find out he ended up having his, this child. So, wow. And, you know, we now, because I am a mature woman and I like closure, I actually have had um, conversations with this individual and this individual has stated, you know, apologized. And I'm like, you know what, moving forward, just be true with yourself. Like I know, right. I know what I want, what I, and express yourself. And if, you know, fear of whether rejection, fear of losing an individual that you think you can have, it's like, you want your cake and eat it too. At the end of the day, it's like, you could have had all that if you just did it the right way. Right. You know? Right. So but they always come back. Do, <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm sure they do. Do you think like what, like, do you think that relationships now, it's almost like a front, like how you're saying, like a lot of people because of like, so the social media aspect, like is so like, you know, like when we were growing up, we didn't have social media. And it's, it's kind of funny because a part of me feels like our generation, like the, um, the older generation, the old, not saying that we old, old, but just like the, you know, the older generation. I mean, I, I'm in my forties, you know, if you don't want to say your age, that's okay, girl. I ain't going to ask, but I'm just saying like the, like the older generation in comparisons to the younger generation almost uses social media like more. Like I've noticed like in comparisons to like my daughter, my children, that they don't necessarily post on social media, but like m- my friends, like me, like we post way more than they do. So I kind of think like, is like our generation, like the older generation and the generation probably a little bit younger than us. Have we just like outdone social media where we've put like this huge kind of like a mirage over our true identities because we're just so consumed with like what people see via social media versus who we really are and that you know we're communicating something that isn't really there because I feel like a lot of people who meet people off of social media don't have like the relationships don't really I don't know like they don't really advance like some do off of dating sites but not the ones who meet off of the social media yeah I think um what happens in in that um respect and um a lot of people don't uh say what they want sometimes Mm -hmm. you're dating a person for you know kind of just go with the flow type of feel and there's not really no concrete of what you are I've been there done that you know But it just depends on the individual, what you want. And, um, you know, because at the end of the day, it's like, okay, what do you truly want? Do you want a relationship? Do you want to just have a baby? You know, you want yeah. someone, what do you call it? Let's keep it real. Like, um, right. you have to really know what you want. And when it comes to relationships on social media, if you meet someone from social media, what is it exactly that you're doing with that individual? Are you just, you know, kind of writing it through um, or you're really... Uh, met this person and now you want a genuine relationship. Now, a lot of people don't communicate um, via phone, via FaceTime. They shy away. Yeah. It's all texting. Like I'm not a text. I'm not a texter when it comes to relationships because well, I'm a texter obviously because that's how we communicate. But when it comes to us, I think you have to really true have that one-on-one uh, interaction because messages can be misconstrued you know they're right, just, right. just kind of dry and there's not no emotional connection you have to be connected with that person to feel to be be able to know exactly okay what is individual really telling me you know you can tell a lot uh-huh. a lot through a person through the eyes um, and uh-huh. express themselves to you so not everything that's out in social media is real but yeah. um, you know when you're when you really tr- truly care for someone you really don't care what's out there. I mean, come on. Some some people like right. relationship private. I 
weekends. Um, I kind of just go with, with the flow of things. But at the end of the day, when I truly want to be with the person in a relationship, then I will ask for that. If, um, if it's timing, then I let the timing run its course. But because you just don't know, you can't pressure the other person to, to say, okay, it's, you know, now is a time that I have to be in this relationship. I want this relationship. No, you can't also, you know, be, you can't even, you can't also approach that situation like that because at the end of the day, that person's just going <laughs> <laughs> to. Damn, this ghosting is freaking popular. Like, cause I was telling um, my uh, girlfriends, like we were thinking about doing a podcast on communication and then kind of talk about ghosting. And every single one of my girlfriends who's like single was like, ah, I got something to say about ghosting. <laughs> I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> like, like, apparently it happens a lot. So, or it happens to many people or it happens often. You know what I mean? Where people just, instead of communicating like, hey, uh, this isn't really working out for me. Or, you know, maybe we just aren't a right match. They just automatically go to the ghosting. So right, when right. this happens, how do you not, because I would think like from what I've seen, you know, um, you know like um, how do you not take this kind of like, was it me kind of personally? Like, did I do something wrong, you know, or like, how do you not put that like, oh, geez, what did I do? Do you like, cause that's probably what I'd be like, well, everything was going great. And now all of a sudden I don't even know if this person's alive, you know? Exactly. So from personal experience, I know, I know what the individual was telling me. And it turned out that this person portrayed themselves to be, um, you know, very secure about um, us. Mm -hmm. And what happened at the day, it it truly wasn't because in my situation, it, it came out that I ended up sending, um, um, sending something. Mm -hmm. And that was when this individual went ghost, you know, Mm -hmm. I think it got to the point like you know when you meet someone mm-hmm. you have to be open about, okay so when you meet someone depending on how what route it takes if it's going to be something long term or it's progressing you have to be open about some paths now you don't need to be getting into detail but I think it's important for you for individuals to share about what they've experienced because going into the relationship you have to let that individual know because that person's going to deal with it or not you know, right you have to be fair right. What you're telling that person. Now, this individual for me um, was all about like knowing my past, and um, when it came down to specific things, it was just like, okay, yeah, I just don't want to deal with this anymore. Right. And instead of saying that, um, you know, that's when I I saw I was like, shoot, okay, I shouldn't have done that. Even though this individual, <clears throat> even though this individual stated, <clears throat> excuse me, even though that this individual stated they were okay with that. They truly weren't because if they were, mm-hmm. they would have never ghosted. Right. You know, it got to the point where like we were dealing with the past, but the past started becoming a little much. And instead of that person saying, you know what, I don't want to, I don't want to hear it. Like it's being too much or whatever the case may be, whatever he was feeling, whatever he was thinking that would, I would have said, okay, you know what? I need to put the brakes. Let's, let me try a different approach. Yeah. Didn't. And that's what happened. Okay. So, so you kind of really you kind of knew the ghosting was kind of coming, or maybe not necessarily all the way, but you knew something might like either end the relationship or like you kind of knew something yeah. was going to happen. And honestly, he didn't fit within my long term goals. So at the end of the day, when this all happened, I was like, "Yeah, I think this was this was the right. He made the right move. I don't think I don't. He made the right move as far as like leaving, but he didn't make the right move as far as not communicating to me. Right. I did. It was um, interesting because prior to the ghosting, uh-huh. I saw and they talked about ghosting. And I was like, what is ghosting? Right. And was talking about the ghosting part. And what happened was, you know, he told me everything. He said, you know, I would never do that, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Bull. Oops. Bull. Bull. Right. Oops. It wasn't a coincidence that I had saw that because I was educating myself, right? Right. Because <laughs> I didn't know what ghosting Right. But, you know, to really be um, true to who I am there were signs that this relationship was not going to go long-term uh-huh. just because of so many dynamics of me being vocal and me being um, vulnerable to certain things mm-hmm. and the fact that he couldn't, 
he couldn't handle it. And I would have wished that it would have been more on the on the um, opposite, which he would have said, like, hey, I'm just not, you know, I, I can't do this anymore. And I would have respected that, as, you know. But the fact that an individual just kind of just goes, you know, blatantly just, um, Ghosted. you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ghosting falls off the face of their earth. It's just like, what, what does that really tra- tell you of the person? They weren't really true, being true to themselves, first and foremost. Right. To you. So, yeah. I mean, I will, I will say that it's kind of, um, it does, de- um, dent your soul a little bit because then you start questioning things like, what did I do wrong? Right. If I sit down and really analyze the the relationship, I know what I did wrong. So moving forward in other relationships, I don't need to be as open because not everybody wants to hear about your past that when they say they do, they're really kind of just maybe saying it just to kind of um, make you happy and please you. Right. But not, not always is that, that should be the case of how one takes, um, you know, the approach. Right. So, so yeah. So I'm so almost 45. I, I have no problem saying my age. Cause I think <laughs> right. I love, love the forties. It's like, I'm, you know, enjoying the maturity level, uh-huh. learning from past mistakes, what to do forward mm-hmm. and just being very, um, just very caring about other people's feelings. You know, yeah. at the end of the day, it's, you're not always going to mesh with everybody and that's okay. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you just have to be true to who you are and what you want and how that's going to fit within your life. Right. So since, because I feel like um, with communication, like a lot of people, you know, we concentrate on the communication of um, with other people and uh, in our daily lives, but how would you feel about how do you, you communicate with yourself. Um, so I do a lot of um, I do a lot of meditation. I recently got into yoga. Got introduced to yoga, which has been mm-hmm. very helpful. Um, it pretty pretty much t- teaches you to meditate and be in the now. Mm-hmm. And um, I just I really just um, write. I write about like what I've been through in the past, what my future looks like. So. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at myself like I would in a mirror, like I'm talking to another individual and I'm really communicating like what I want, what I don't, what's my future look like, you know, how I see things. I'm a writer and I journal a lot. So one of the things that, one of the recommendations that I can say that you can do or any individual can do is a life plan. Like what is your, what does your life look like? How has your life looked like? What does your future look like? Um, and, you know, kind of, um, be realist, realistic about like, how does that all going to play out? Right. So writing, journaling, meditation, definitely be in the now, like just sit back and just look at the flowers, look at the smallest, um, in life, you know, just embrace those little experience because you just don't know, um, what might, yeah, well, you don't know what's going to happen and you might be inspired by a flower, right? Right. Talk to you. (laughs) Just kidding. Right. You might find inspiration from something you had no idea could even like inspire you to. Correct. And and not just that, but also just listening to your own own mind. Like what's going Mm -hmm. what's going in you know on within you. Sometimes we're just Mm -hmm. so consumed with everything else, the social media, with with the news, that we really don't take time to really listen to our own thoughts, our own feelings you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely think that, um, like the way that we communicate with ourselves is like huge. So I've been trying not to say I'm sorry (laughs) because, um, I feel like even in the, you don't, like you don't tend to be like, Oh, I'm sorry you know, like for me, I felt like it was getting to the point where I was saying like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Like at work, you know, people are mad, people are grumpy, you know, whatever. And I would just say, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You know, oh, I'm sorry. You know, we can't do this or, you know, we can't get you to the back of the ER. I'm sorry. But in all actuality, I'm not sorry. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, I didn't do anything wrong. Why am I saying I'm sorry? I'm not sorry. I'm not a sorry individual. You know what I mean? Like, so for me, like, I've been really trying not to use that word. 
and it sounds weird, but a patient told me that um, one day I was, you know, with her and, you know, she was upset because, you know, she had a delay in getting a test that she needed to get. And she was just having, you know, a rough time being in the uh, hospital. And I said to her, I said, I'm sorry. And she goes, you need to stop that. And I was like, what? And she's like, you need to stop saying you're sorry. You're not sorry. Um, you can't control any of this that's happening to me. And she's like, and it's not your job to apologize to me for something that you can't control. And she's like, especially in your profession, where you're considered a person who helps other people, you shouldn't be sorry for anything. And I was like, whoa. And this is like a 90 year old lady. And I'm like, wow. Like, and the way she broke it down to me was like, you're right. I shouldn't be sorry. I'm not the one doing this. Like I have no control in it. You know, why am I apologizing? So I've been really trying not to say that. Um, And I would say that I almost feel like it's helped me a lot from just not saying that at work, you know, like, if I offend somebody, I'll apologize, you know, for my actions, or if um, I did something wrong, I'll admit my mistakes. But I don't feel like I'm sorry. Do, do you know what I mean? Correct. So, yeah, I think it's the way you um, approach the situation. I think it's right. you know, kind of st- st- stepping back and really looking at like what exactly is going on. Now, of, of course, if you did something and your actions do need uh, an apology, then of course, right. you know, I'm sorry is, is, um, legitimate. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But when it comes to certain things that you can't control, uh, you know, I, I just recently had a situation, um, where I was trying to take an app and I'm just like, my phone was just constantly going off, off and I needed my phone on to, you know, for my daughter. Right. And this individual texting me and text me like updates. And I'm like, Okay, is this a commentator? Like, did I sign up for the updates on, <laughs> right. you know, this, from this individual? Like, no. So I yeah. basically, I could have said, I'm sorry, like, no. But I said, you know, I addressed the individual by their name and yeah. said, look, what I'm doing, I'm trying to do this, but I can't do this if, I, you know, you continue to do this. So yeah. I, before I was like you, I would say, I'm sorry, you know, like I'm trying to sleep or I'm trying to do this, I'm trying to do that. But this, yeah. this time... I turned it around and I was like, "Low, hey, I addressed the individual by the, by, I said, look, I'm trying to do this, but I can't do this because you're doing this, you know? Right. So, and he apologized. So, yeah. yeah Cause he, I mean, not knowingly, but not directly knowing that he was doing that, but you know, of course, and he didn't because, you know, how can you know through text messaging? But right. I also came off like, look, um, you know, I could have had a different approach. Like, stop texting me. <laughs> but, right. But the old Daya probably would have said that. But the new Daya is trying to take things, you know, a different approach. Just because people don't know. They don't know right. what kind of day you're behind. What behind you're seeing behind the Yeah. <laughs> That's good. That's good. I, I commend you for that because it takes a lot. And it takes a lot of, like, self-recognition to really know when, when you know, Unfortunately, sometimes it takes other people to bring those things to light, but right. at the same time, embrace that experience and know that, hey, you know what? I didn't even know this individual, and this individual is going out of her way uh, right. to, you know, to do this for me, to say this, and, and, and knowing you didn't even know that that person was going to impact you that day. No, and, right. And it's funny because I still, like, remember her, like, and this was almost, like, probably, like, almost like four years ago, four, four years ago, but I haven't at the time I was like, Oh yeah, she's right. I should, I should stop doing that, you know, but lately I've really been trying to, because I feel like I'm that type of person who holds a lot of stuff internally. Like a part of me is like, I'm always like, Oh God, you know, like, Oh, they're mad or they're upset about this. Or like, I hold a lot of stuff kind of like, internally like into like just my own kind of like you know consciousness where I don't and then the just I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm sorry you know just apologizing all the time for everything when I'm just kind of like why am I apologizing so much when I didn't even do anything wrong you know so now that I've been more like self like self-aware kind of like trying like self-reflect that I am like 
geez, I say I'm sorry all the fucking day. Like, there's yeah. times like, you know, people come in to work and I'm like, I'm sorry, you know, oh, did you forget to, you know, do this or this is like, you know, I'm sorry. Or, you know, if I didn't do something at home, oh, I'm sorry. You know, it's like, okay, well, no, maybe I'm not sorry. <laughs> you know, yeah. damn. Yeah. Why I got to you know- please everybody? <laughs> one way way to really to address that would be and and the other uh another route like another approach would be to address the person by their name or like say for example in your profession if something's like you know if somebody's waiting to be roomed you can say you know what miss um you know things are a little slow or kind of just fill the person in and let them know like what's going on now right. we really don't need to tell people and explain things but i think it's important for if you care about right. people being in your profession, you do care about your patients and right. that get admitted. I think it's important if you do want to express that communicate and, exp- and yeah. communicate, them, address them like, like, miss, look, this is what's going on. We have a couple patients and instead of, you know, saying, I'm sorry, you know, like we're, we're still, yeah, I'm no. sorry you're waiting long. Because, we don't, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so that approach. yeah, definitely with our profession, like my profession, it's very, um, it's very, you know, hard to kind to, you know, express what's going on in a way where, you know, we're not putting blame on ourselves, you know, kind of like, you know, so it's, you know, it's um, definitely something that I've been trying to work on, you know, keeping people more updated because like communication, I've noticed even as long as like, you know, with patients, like, you know, who are there in pain or who are absolutely miserable about, for most people don't go to the ER because they want to, you know, they go to the ER because something's wrong. Um, so like in that situation, definitely I've noticed as long as I check in on them, update them as much as I can, they can wait like a long time, but it's the ones who, don't get updated who don't get checked in on who just feel like everybody's like forgot about them and they haven't heard nothing or the ones who feel like you know neglected or feel like hey what about me but you know it is that profession where we do take the most severe first so in some ways it's like well you're kind of lucky you're not dying (laughs) you know like sorry (laughs) but I I think I think um, in that respect, I think it's important for, um, you know, in any, any uh, profession that you're in, I think communication, customer service, because they are customers, right? I think you acknowledge the individuals, um, even maybe as far as coming out and saying, you know, we're extremely busy, but, you know, you know, kind of just letting them know, like, we're still backed up or whatever, whatever the case may be. Because I think it's important when you, um, when let's say for example you go somewhere and nobody acknowledges mm-hmm. you, they don't communicate the fact like, hey, we, I'll be right mm-hmm. with you. Like when if I go somewhere and somebody doesn't acknowledge me, I'm like, is this gonna take long? I'm one of those customers that's like, you know, asking, right. is this gonna take long? Like, what's going on? Like, hello, I'm right here. But because people, you want to acknowledge, you at least want to know that there is something, there is, you, you know, you are, you haven't been forgotten. And as little as communicating, like, we'll be right with you. You know, we have extreme backlog, whatever the case may be, just, you know, acknowledge them and communicate that you do know that they're still there or, you know, take them into consideration. Right. right. Yeah, definitely. That's what people want. People want just to know exactly, like, what's going on or whether, uh-huh. you know, what, what's yeah. going on. So. so how would you say people can communicate with other people that someone's communication skills aren't good so like let's say I feel like um I need to tell you know my spouse you need to communicate with me better because you're not doing a good job (laughs) like how do you do that without being offensive or something like that uh always put yourself in the other Mm -hmm. person's shoes how would you want someone to address yeah you know um, whether it's a note, whether that be like some soft, you know, gram, um, if you're not, maybe that other person doesn't, um, you know, like to communicate or, you know, they're not as 
um, let's say as communicative as I am. So maybe like sending a note, sending a text message, like, hey, you know what? I think we should go to dinner because I would like to talk to you about this, you know? Um, um, and it depends. I mean, it depends on the what the mm -hmm. topic is, what, what you're trying to communicate. But I would, you know, make sure that it's the right time. So make sure, um, and there's never really a right time, but make sure, and what I mean with the right time is that make sure that the person's not had a long day and super tired and you're just going to slam this right. problem on them, right? Be considerate of the other person. Can it wait? Can okay. it wait till tomorrow? If it right. can, then, but really look at the dynamics of the, the situation, you know, did the person, you know, just, um, you know, I don't know, whatever the case may be, but like, say, if I, if I wanted to communicate to a person that I just wasn't feeling them, you know, I wasn't, you know, wanting to move forward to the next step. What I would say is just I, me personally, right. I would pick up the phone. I wouldn't text. Right. I would pick up the phone and the person didn't answer. I would not leave a voicemail. Then at that point, then my second option would be I would text message like, hey, um, I really need to talk to you about something. You know, when is mm -hmm. a good time to talk? Like, does Monday work for you? Does Tuesday work for you? Try to see what works right. for them. To, not, don't make it yourself. about yourself. It's already about yourself. Yeah, it's already about yourself or what you're trying to do and you're trying to express. At the end, at the end of the day, it's like what's going right. to work for them. And this is the, this is where the, the part of not being okay. selfish comes in because you know we're a lot of people are selfish right. creatures. You but you really have to. Um, take the other person's, um, you know, feelings right. into consideration. If you're going to break with them, you already know that you're going to hurt their feelings and there's going to be questions. And so just really know that what form of communication works for you. For me, it's phone. Second option would be text, but I'm not going to text what I'm right. wanting to, you know, right. wanting to share because that's just something. Okay. You know. I think, I think it's cowardly when people do it through text. Right. That's just right. my opinion. How, how would you say someone could, so like, let's say, you know, your communication isn't your strongest aspect. How would you say they can work on their communication skills or work on being able to communicate to others? Like somebody who, you know, is maybe shy or doesn't feel very confident communicating or is scared to get rejected. How could they work on those things? Yeah, I would say, um, so if you're not, if you're wanting to change and, you know, kind of learn on this topic, what I would say is start, you know, start reading um, books, start maybe whatever the case, uh, whatever so like, you'd like, maybe find or, or podcasts, uh, you know, <laughs> or podcast, yeah. Listen to something that right. inspires you <clears throat> listen to something that inspires you and how, you know, the, the first thing is, is I commend a lot of people right. who want right. to change and right. want to take, you know, t take a, a course of action because yeah. it takes a lot. It, it takes a lot to openly admit to yourself first and openly admit that there, that there is something that you or want to work yeah. on. Right. Mm -hmm. So I would say podcasts, I would say YouTube, I would say a lot of reading and really be realistic with yourself. Be real, realistic about what it is that you're trying to improve on. You're right. not perfect. You're not perfect. And um, not. And there is going to be times that you're going to have to modify things of ways. You, but knowing this and knowing that the fact is the first step of actually mm -hmm. acknowledging is, is, is commendable. I mean, not a lot of people want to do it. A lot of people just, you know, want to continue their, their ways. And some, some ways just don't work. So my advice is... Find something that interests you, whether it's a podcast, YouTube, and start learning right. and start adapting. Start doing something in front of the mirror or talking to people and, and just sit back and listen to how people talk and express right. themselves. Right. Find someone yeah. who you admire. Maybe that's myself. Maybe that's Kat. Maybe that's, you know, the next person. Maybe that's, you know, um, someone, maybe right. a pastor. Right. Who knows? You know, right. that only that. Yeah. Knows. Well, thank you so much for doing this podcast with me about communication. And is there any ways that people could reach you or link up with you? Any new adventures that you have going on that you want to talk about or anything like that before we close it out? 
Yeah, so anybody uh, who's interested in connecting, you can find me on Facebook under Daya Estrella. That's E-S-T-R-E-L-L-A. You can also find me on Instagram um, under these eyes. So that's C-S-I-S. So D-F and then E-Y-E-S. Um, if you want to get in contact with me, um, you know, you can also reach out to Kat, who is my friend, and she can, you know, um, give you my phone number. No oh, problem. damn. We can, um, you know. <laughs> Okay, I'll, I'll free check. I'll, I'll I'm free screen a, I'm them. A... <laughs> Please. No, I'm you know, financial coaching and, and consulting is my passion. And, you know, just helping people just advance in whatever, whether career, whether, you know, just self-improvement. I'm always open to listen and to <clears throat> offer my advice. So find me on Facebook um, or you can also, um, you know, email me at entrepreneurdriven at gmail.com. Oh, awesome. Thank you very much. And thank you for tuning in to Chakras and Cuss Words. And remember to follow me on Instagram at chakras.cussword on Instagram and on Facebook. So have a great day, everybody. And thank you, Daya, so much. Thank you so much. You guys have a great day. We'll talk.